Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Live from the Tower, your weekly Destiny show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from the Tower, your weekly Destiny show. We are your hosts, Phantom and Zeph. I'm Phantom. I'm Zeph. And we have got a packed episode, so we're going to jump right in. It is Bungie's 30th anniversary, and they gave us a metric buttload of content. It's so good. Uh, so we've played it. They've dropped a Witch Queen trailer, so we're going to bang this out. So, Zeph, what are your initial thoughts on the 30th anniversary event? Uh, Bungie is putting on a masterclass in giving us like some nostalgia while blending it into new things. They're absolutely putting on a mm-hmm. masterclass right now. Everything that I have done so far in the 30th anniversary pack has been delightful. Mm-hmm. I would equate this to like the Age of Triumph almost like this is the anime power-up arc because not only are they giving us the magnum from halo combat evolved which is an exotic sidearm that three taps in the crucible they're giving us a bunch of legendary weapons that kick ass literally and they brought galahorn back and they made it more broken than last time so we got what happened we got galahorn in wrath of the machine and rise of iron and then we got our shit kicked in at the tower Mm -hmm. uh we're getting galahorn now and from the trailer they showed witch queen's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. we are recording live on december the 9th the game awards just happened we did also just see that witch queen trailer the new one it was yeah. a nice touch to have that little live action segment spliced in there. I love it, dude. Everything that they showed in the trailer is allegedly from the first mission. And if that is true, the Witch Queen campaign is going to be absolutely insane. Yeah, I got Shadowkeep vibes from the... So, by the way, spoilers, if you haven't done the dungeon, done the event, watch the trailer, go do that, come back, we'll still be here. Yeah. The part in the trailer where the Hive like ambush the, the fire team... Yeah, major Shadowkeep vibes from when you go down into the uh, in the Hellmouth to pick up the Cryptolith, and you get mm-hmm. swarmed. We saw the trailer, and everyone was like, "The fuck is this?" The moment she dumped the ghost shell on the table, I looked at those bones, and I was like, "That's destiny." Yeah, that's I was a, like, that's... "Everybody, shut up!" The trailer's live. <laughs> Deaf and mute. That's a hive guard. That's a hive ghost shell. If everything is allegedly how it happens, more or less, in the the mission, I figure what we're gonna do is we're gonna kill the hive knight at the end and he's gonna respawn and then in the fight ghost or ikora or somebody's gonna be like you have to break the ghost shell and then we're gonna snap the shell it's not gonna be eris because eris has no idea maybe it will be eris but it seemed from the trailer that she has no idea uh what's going on and she's also gonna be part of the was that did that look like we were on the moon in the live action i think we were on mars in that dome, you think that was? Yeah. Do you think that was Clovis Bray? Uh, like, uh, I think it was possibly like Freehold or something like that. Yeah. That. Oh, you imagine they brought Mars back? I'm think I'm ninety eight point seven percent certain that Mars is coming back. Are you saying this from <laughs> your? Let me curse? put it that way. Okay. <laughs> okay, I understand the assignment. Yep. Um. Now, so the trailer was really cool. I didn't expect too much from the trailer, in all honesty. I didn't expect to get, like, you know, another 10-minute trailer. Uh, What we got was dope. They showed off some new abilities, like possibly Hunter Void Hunters getting a Chakram as their melee instead of a Smoke Bomb. It could have been a Titan. It could have been a Titan, like a Sentinel Titans, because Bubble's separating from Sentinel Shield, right? The way they're going to break that out in Void 3.0. 
like they've talked about it, they've touched on it, but they have not said specifically what's happening. I think Bubble is going to be its own like separate aspect, though. So if that's the case, I wonder if that was either a hunter throwing a chakram or a titan throwing a mini shield. Well, they have said also that the titan will be getting a projectile melee. So it could have been the titan. It's probably the titan then. I'll, I, I'll put a little money on the titan. Um, then the warlock shot like a mini... Kamehameha. Void soul, yeah. yeah, a little Void Soul. I think that's what I'm most excited for from the last trailer was a Void Buddy, where they, they the Warlock drops his rift and you get a Void Buddy. So that'll be mm-hmm. uh, that'll be really fire. Other than that, um, I'm interested to see if they give Savathun three supers or just one. I mean, for the boss fight, I think she's gonna have kind of like Gaul did. I think she's gonna have separate phases where she does separate supers. Yeah, that would be that would be huge. In the trailer, they showed her using Nova Bomb. I definitely, I definitely see her, you know, doing that. Other than that, they showed they didn't really show much. They showed off a little bit of the weapons. They showed the glaive in action. I'm excited. The the seasonal, not the seasonal, the expansion armor, the alchemy set that had the, uh, it had, yep. did you see it had salt on the shoulder pad? Yeah. Yep. That was funny. Salty. Uh, we saw a little bit more of Sabathun's throne world, but nothing too major. We didn't see any Ikora and we didn't see any new characters. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's just going to be Eris Morn again. And Ikora, I'm really hoping Arnor shows up. That would be hype. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Perhaps. But other than that, how excited are you for February 22nd, 2022? Uh, the hype can only mount. Because we still have not seen the full extent of what's going to happen. Um, yeah, it only yeah. gets better from here. We, uh, it's going to be a very interesting time. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited to see the scope of the expansion because Beyond Light was a very, I like to say Beyond Light was a very wide expansion, not a very deep expansion. Like Forsaken is a deep expansion. There's many layers to it. There's a bunch of things to do. They all interconnect. The the narrative runs through kind of everything. Beyond Light, it was like you beat Aramis and then you meet Clovis Bray and then you do Deepstone Crypt and like that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's some missions for Varix. That's it. We do the seasonal stuff. Yeah. So my biggest hope is what I would love to see them do is kind of blend the seasonal story with the expansion story more. Mm-hmm. At least for the first season of the expansion. Like, have them really kind of, like, mesh and coincide together and be like, no, 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 no. This is part of fighting Savathun. Is like, we have to do this. Yep. Um, Kind of like, you know, how Taken King happened. It's like, you did regicide, and then it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Now we gotta do the Taken War. And that kind of was built around that and building up the, you know, the soul and then going into the raid. And the raid was the capstone. Uh, uh, here's the point where I stop theorizing with you. Okay, fair enough. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> this man is cursed with knowledge, and our conversations don't go as long because, <laughs> as he told me in August, don't ask questions that you don't want to know the answer to. Truly, um, because uh, I I will answer them. 
Yeah, I will, and right. you'll feel bad. So then let's let's stop theorizing. Let's stop talking about Witch Queen. Uh, let's move on to Moments of Triumph, Dares of Eternity, The Grasp of Avarice, the whole 30th anniversary event, because there was not controversy, but you and I experienced um, a lot of oh yeah, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna buy the pack. It's like oh it's cool, but like there's no point. Yeah, you know it's too expensive, uh, which a yeah. lot of people said right off the bat was like, "Oh, why are you charging that much for a dungeon and a yeah. Gallarhorn?" It's like, so we have to pay for an exotic, and it's like, well, <laughs> yes, you you, you do. <laughs> you did in D one, like yeah, you paid for every seasonal exotic. Like this isn't uh-huh. new. You've paid for what was the season? Lorenz Driver, Duality, Symmetry, yeah. Ariana's Vow, all these guns that people use. It's like. You you paid for those. Those aren't free to players. Um, Gallarhorn was paid for in Rise of Iron, and nobody batted an eye. Now it's showing up separately, and everyone's everyone's losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with moments of triumph, since it's kind of the easiest to break down. You've had a chance to look through the seal, yeah. I have, and I'm almost done with it. <laughs> How? What are your thoughts on there not being a world tour? And it being Being very kind of, not very, but like semi-casual to kind of chase. I'm fine with it, honestly, because this Moments of Triumph, to me, is a celebration not just of Destiny, right? This is a celebration of Bungie's history Mm -hmm. and how we've interacted with it. This is a celebration that brings us a bunch of nostalgia, but puts it in the context of new activities. So the fact that they're not like, go do a bunch of raids that you've done before, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with it. You know, I think it's fine to want to get people into it and have one seal that's honestly pretty easy, and then another seal that, like, you have to try a little bit harder right. to do. I think that's fine. You know, like, they want you... There are so many ways to be rewarded in this 30th anniversary pack, that if you just put the time in, mm-hmm. you're going to want to keep putting the time in and keep going back in, especially when they fix the bug on Tuesday, where currently you can't just farm the dungeon, right? You get your weekly clears and that's it. It's locked out. That is a bug. On Tuesday, you're going to be able to farm the new dungeon. Oh, yeah. So you can farm for your Ias Lunas. You can farm for your Matadors, your Wastelanders, your Hero of Ages, all the new stuff. The armor. If you get the armor on Master, it comes with an extra artifact mod, so you can have five slots on your armor mod. It's effectively adept armor. That's they are scouring nutty. with loot. That's actually nutty. Um, adept armor is a thing, though, right? Or is it just adept weapons? Nope. No, this right? Is just introduced. So this yeah. is this is the only other armor besides raid armor that can launch with a fifth slot. Yeah. Well, raid armor gets a perk for, like, specifically raid mods. This just flat out has a fifth artifact mod. Okay, okay, that's what I said. Um, Which is massive. It actually is huge. I managed to get the robes and the warlock bond and a pretty nice Ias Luna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeph got two matadors. I was jealous. Hey. Uh, but Purge and I got the mystic sword, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. So I think my thing with, and I was thinking about this today at my at work before uh, our company party. The reason I sat there and I was like, it makes sense. There's no world tour, and here's why. The last moments of triumph 
they did a world tour because all the raids in the world tour were getting sunset. Mm -hmm. This was like, Hey, this is the last chance to do all these raids. And if you do them all, you get a cool ring or you can buy a cool ring. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's not happening now. Like all the raids are staying last wish garden of salvation, vault of glass. As far as we know, deep stone crypt, nothing's going away. Yeah. So I can understand them not doing that. Looking through the the list, I already had 9 out of 28 done. I was like 12 out of 15 for my shirt. The only three that I saw that I was like, this could kind of be a bit of a grind, were the playlist ones. Uh, mm -hmm. Get kills and strikes, crucible and gambit using... Uh, seasonal ritual weapons. So Ascendancy, No Composure, Salvager Salvo, Adored. Mm -hmm. Those were the only ones I was like, okay, this could be a little grindy. But hearing you talk about it, it clicked in my head again. This is staying until February, right? Yep. Yeah, so yep. I think that's why they kind of did this that way. Because you need 28 out of 32 triumphs to get the seal. There's so much content to do. There's so much farming to do. Bungie literally was like, okay, kids, this is the sandbox. Here are all the toys you could imagine right now. Yep. And they're going to the store to buy, like, the playhouse you've always wanted, which is Witch Queen. Yep. Uh, so I think it's really fun. I think it's going to be fun. I'd like to attempt the seal, but I'm also, like you are, I think we're we're both kind of at a point where the moment we've kind of had all the dopamine, it's going to be like, okay, uh, that's enough destiny until new stuff comes out again. At least that's how I am. I don't want to speak. It's going to be, it's going to be a little bit for me, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be like Christmas, but I'm saying like if I might hit mid January where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I got my shirt. I got Gallo. Like, you know, I've gotten the roles I want on all the weapons. Yeah. I don't know if I want to just keep farming endlessly. So that was Moments of Triumph. Let's jump now to Dares of Eternity, the in-game Destiny 2 game show hosted by Xur and Star Horse the Pony. Literally perfect. So Bungie's having a really great time with this. It's all comedic. It's all played up for laughs. Xur's like quotes Bob Barker. There's a line that where Xur goes, this is Xur reminding you to get your ghosts spayed or neutered like Zur is literally hosting this intergalactic show for the horse as far as i understand this isn't the nine mm -hmm. this horse kind of showed up to Zur, and the nine were like do a game show and Zur was like my will is not my own so how are you compared to other seasonal activities what are your really thoughts? fun i honestly enjoy it more um, because there's the, 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 like, different games and the writing is funny enough, you know, and it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, you can play Mayhem in PvE. Uh, it's just, it's fun. Again, it's a nostalgia fest, but it gives you new loot. Uh, it's more engaging than Astral Alignment. No, oh, 100%. Especially because, like, you have a reason to do things. Like, there's uh, pickups on the ground that boost your abilities and your stats. There's mm -hmm. randomness tied to the event. So you can either... You'll get a random enemy at the start, a random enemy in the next room, 
then a random boss will spawn and then you randomly have a chance to do a final lightning round where you have to capture zones and defeat a special yeah. enemies or something like there's a lot and the more efficient you are the better chance you have of spawning that lightning round and getting better loot yeah and there's there's buffs there's debuffs there's a legendary mode that has no matchmaking there's two sets of bounties there's zur bounties which are kind of like your seasonal repeatable bounties weekly daily bounties whatever then there's star horse bounties which you can only hold one at a time and they have very specific rules like the one i did last night was uh kill enemies with pulse rifles and finish dares of eternity with a score of 16 or like 160,000. and if you fail that bounty it resets i right does it reset yeah it does yeah at the end of the dare if you don't finish it it resets back to zero and you have to kind of try again and you can only hold one at a time i think there's like four or five daily ones that you can do and then I think there's one weekly one that's tied to the master or the legendary version of the uh, event. Uh, mm-hmm. Something of note. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But Dares of Eternity, which is the free activity. Is where you earn all of the Halo weapons. Yeah, and, and that's I say, where you get the treasure keys and also where right. you get Forerunner, which is absolutely ridiculous right now yeah forerunners crispy if you haven't done your exotic quest i i recommend you do it it's very it's actually relatively short because it's made for free players so it's basically just doing a bunch of the activity you have to do some bounties you have to hit rank four and then they you literally there's the final quest step is to take the gun to banshee and when i got that i thought oh no they're gonna make me go grind something out and then Banshee was like, here you go. Yep. And I was like, sweet. And it, it slaps in Crucible. Um, can you earn the legendary weapons in the dungeon as well? Are they strictly tied to the Halo ones? Yeah. Those, I think you got to do the treasure key. Uh, They're strictly I think tied you to get them, like, right? Yeah, I think you get like Matador, Hero of Ages, IS Luna and stuff mm-hmm. from the dungeon. I don't know for certain, but I think anything from the 30th anniversary pack would be eligible for the dungeon loot table that i'm not confident on right i know for a fact that you get like the battle rifle and all that from zur's treasure horde that's where those come from uh and we definitely recommend go farm out get a battle rifle especially if you're on controller Mm -hmm. it uh it slaps battle rifle forerunner the beam rifle the swords i still need a uh the other half now so this was the contention that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode is, is a lot of this, it's too expensive, it's overpriced, and it's like, okay, you say that, but all of the cosmetics mm-hmm. are tied to the pack. I think you can buy them with silver, but don't quote me on that, but specifically for the Dares of Eternity, like if you want the old marathon skins, right? Mm-hmm. Or was that what it was? The, the weird alien looking ones? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's a ship, a ghost, a sparrow. Those are all tied to owning the 30th anniversary pack. Basically, yep. you hit rank 17 and you use treasure keys and strange coins to open chests. And that's how you get all the ornaments that are universal. Well, most of the universal ornaments. The other ones, like the bungee hoodie, um, 
whatever the other matrix looking set is and like the titan halo set where they it's all like denim vests and stuff that's tied to the pack you have to pay for that you talk to Zer and he gives it to you uh and the big part like the meat and potatoes of what you're paying for is the dungeon and so we've got like 10 minutes left nine minutes left and we are going to gush over this dungeon and Zeph, since you have played it the most besides the song they dropped like three days early which is an absolute pirate banger what are your thoughts on the grasp of avarice uh it's probably my favorite dungeon you know it's short it's sweet um it feels exactly like a dungeon should and it keeps you keeps you moving you know, a lot of dungeons, there's kind of stopping and waiting and retreading. This one, you just keep going. And the fact that they came up with a solid backstory for what was a classic fan thing. You know, this dungeon is based on the loot cave of yore from Destiny 1. The fact mm-hmm. that they came up with an actual good backstory for it. And then put in a bunch of loot for it, and it was just a fan thing. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite dungeon. I don't think it will... We'll see what Witch Queen does, right? I don't think it's going to be dethroned as my favorite dungeon, just because of the history it has with it, combined with how fresh and new it is, and yeah. it's just fun. It's just fun. It's definitely up there. I, I think... I haven't played the dungeons enough to kind of rank them, except maybe... No, I think I've done all the dungeons at least twice. Um, I think the best moments, the best part of this dungeon is it kind of takes a little bit. This it, they stick with this whole celebration theme because all the mechanics from the dungeon are kind of like picked and and you know pulled. They're from, very deliberate. Yeah, they're from different things, right? It's set in the Cosmodrome. There's that classic D1 Cosmodrome music when you load in, right? There's a section that's very reminiscent of Trevor from mm-hmm. uh, Zero, Hour. Zero Hour. And also, now that I look back on it, Rise of Iron. So instead yep. of descending into the Red Room, you're ascending into the Red Room, which I think about that now. There's some, you know, there's booby traps. There's climbing, which is very similar to, to Zero Hour. Mm-hmm. The the boss mechanics are fun. It's tough. I, you know, it's a dungeon. And even at like 13, it, even at 1345, I held better than I thought I would. Uh, we played with someone who was 1283. Shout out to Purge, if you're listening. Uh, so he was getting tossed around, but we pulled it through. We didn't wipe. That was my favorite part. We didn't wipe the entire time. Correct. Uh, but it pulls from Gambit, of course. It pulls from Forsaken with the colored you know, fake engrams you pick up. Uh, it even pulls from one of the old raids, and that I'm not going to spoil. You know? Yeah, I've said a lot, but I haven't kind of, like, said how they all... I haven't really said how they all work. Um, but, like, the middle of the dungeon is, I think, the best part of any dungeon, and the thing that only seconds it is traversing heaven and hell in Prophecy. Oh, you mean Rainbow Road? Rainbow Road, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... The music is, is stellar. The quest for Gallarhorn, it throws you right in. You talk to Shahan. He says, hey, I've heard about a loot cave. You go to the dungeon. You do the loot cave. You get, what is it, three chests? 
throughout the loot cave? Uh, there's two hidden chests. There's two hidden ones. So you, get a, you can total a five. Three actual. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's only like two bosses, which is really yeah. weird. Because a lot of these dungeons. I mean, it goes are... quick. It yeah, goes quick. It's very, it's very short. If, if Purge had been at light or even a little over, I think it would have went a lot faster than we did. Yeah. Um, but we still got to like the halfway point pretty fast. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, it's, it's a fun time right now. Um, you'll notice we haven't talked about TWAB. That's because TWAB doesn't exist this week. Um, it's very bare bones guys yeah we've got like five minutes left basically they're buffing the final boss of uh lake of shadows yeah but we have gallerhorn so like that doesn't matter yeah um and the dawning is coming they literally were like the dawning's coming next week that's it there yep. was no the dawning is coming the dawning bungie, is coming bungie is so set into witch queen mode i think at this point because they're two months out they're just like here take it shut up yep don't bother me um yep there's also all the new ability changes in PvP, super changes. It, it's there's a lot to kind of sit and and parse through. And uh, don't forget though, uh, Destiny Two Dead Game. Dead Game, guys. This was honestly this was make or break for Destiny Two. And it's in a really tough spot right now. I don't know if Witch Queen's gonna save the game. Yeah. Uh, but so oh, also we forgot the most important thing. They brought Gallahorn back and made it more broken than last time. It's really dumb, guys. So I mean, it's perfect, and I love it in every way, but it's really dumb. Listen, I think Bungie knew what they were doing. I don't think Bungie would launch it this way. This is, like I said, this is kind of the anime power-up arc, just like Rise of Iron was. You know, the people were like, oh, Gallahorn's cool, but, like, is it gonna be the meta? Yes. Yes. Like, Sleeper (laughs) is really good, especially with its two buffs, but for those okay, so for those of you who are just like, what does it do? Why is he telling us this? Gallerhorn. Now, do you need the catalyst for this to happen, right? Or is it just innate and innate? Oh no, place? it's just intrinsic. Okay, so intrinsic to Gallerhorn this time around is everyone in your fire team that uses a rocket launcher will automatically get wolf pack rounds, regardless of the launcher. So we were yep. running it. Zef had Gallerhorn on, I had the Adept Hothead, and I had Wolfpack rounds. So we essentially had kind of two Gallohorns. Obviously, Zeph was outputting more DPS because Gallohorn is Gallohorn. Yep. Um, but still, that's insane. You get something with, uh, what was it? Lasting Impact? Or lasting Impression? Lasting Impression. Lasting Impression, Impact Induction, uh, I would assume something like Chain Reaction, Explosive Light, um, Cluster Bomb, even. Yeah, they're still running a lot of numbers right now, but basically you take your Garden Variety Legendary Rocket Launcher and it becomes quite good. Quasi-exotic, quasi I will call it. Depending on, yeah, your, like depending on your role. Yeah, 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 right? Like, you know, it's like the Kangaskhan of rocket launchers, depending on your yeah. role. Yeah. Right? It's like the Dragonite, if you have a god role. That being said, Gellerhorn then with the Catalyst is, uh... It's a little silly. Right now, Sleeper is technically on top because it also got a massive buff. But right now, Gallerhorn with the Catalyst gives it two in the mag, which for a rocket launcher is already nuts. But it gets, when it makes contact, it spawns another smaller, faster rocket. Mm-hmm. So you're effectively firing four rockets. It's, it's absolutely insane. I 
Purge went and got it as soon as we finished the dungeon. I have my yep. quest. I'll probably do it. If I don't start it tonight, I'll do it tomorrow morning after I hit the gym. Uh, it's going to be insane. Also, you'll notice that we'll have new intro and outro music. That is from the dungeon. That Let's is the go. track. That's the track they dropped like four days early, so I don't feel bad using it. But other than that, Zeph, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up the show tonight? No, I'm honestly excited for the pack. I think everybody, unless you have like super valid monetary concerns, which, you know, again, valid. Valid. There's no real reason not to get this. It is yeah. A, what we're going to have until Witch Queen. And if you want to play a different game, sure, fine. But if you're going to be playing Destiny 2 and you have not yet shelled out for this, you're going to put a lot of time into this, I think. Yeah. I want, and and this was something that like we kind of we're talking about you and I back and forth, but like Gallahorn is, is, and this is for those people that like to do the hardcore content, right? Gallahorn, if you didn't play D1, it was you got to the point where groups were like, Atheon checkpoint must have Gallahorn. Yep. We could potentially go, be going back to that. I'm not saying we are, especially with the wide variety of exotics. Whisper of the Worm is back. You know, a lot Whisper of things are changing. Goated right now. But we could get to the point, must have Whisper or Gallahorn. And it's yep. like, you can't get, right? You can't get Whisper again, can you? Whisper's vaulted still, right? I think you might be able to get it with like a Cypher. But point being, you know. Yeah, we'd have to we'd uh, have to check that out because it's not in the Forsaken Cypher. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's in the Vanilla Cypher. And it wasn't in Shadowkeep. Uh, I know they said they were going to bring ways to have the Catalyst come back. But yeah, so like if you don't have Whisper and you're like, well, I don't really need that. And then you try to like, I'm going to LFG a group. And they're like, if you don't have Galley, like. You know, you're Galley, get out. Yeah, like you could use a legendary rocket, I guess. We could potentially go back to that. But again, if you have honest monetary like restrictions, money's tight, whatever the like the, the true honest case is like, yeah, obviously we're not telling you to go out and spend your money when you can't. But not for, break the bank. for anyone who's like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's that much. It's it's that much. It is, in fact, that much. Yeah, like, yeah you, can get the, you can get the Halo weapons in the Forerunner, but you can't get Galahorn. You can't get Matador, Thousand Yard Stare. Like, a lot of legendaries that were very good in D1 that with the perk pool that D2 has can be monstrous legendary slots. Uh, IS Luna, stuff like that. So... You know, the choice is yours. In the words of, of Olmec, the choice is yours and yours alone. But with all that being said, everyone, uh, we will see you all next week. And we will, we will talk about the dawning and how baking cookies is going for the 10th year in a row. Yay. Uh, other than that, we'll see what they dole out in prep for Witch Queen. We might have some fun episodes where we kind of look back at the seasons and, and the expansions and stuff. Kind of talk about it. But until then, Zeph, thank you always for joining me. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, of course. This is like this is like your show. This is our show. It's our show, comrade. <laughs> it's ours. Is is ours. Uh everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, leave a like, subscribe, whatever the hell you guys do on, on the internet because Because we told you to. Uh, yep. Because we told you to. Until then, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy the 30th anniversary. Let us know what you thought. 
of the 30th anniversary. And until next time, fly safe, Guardians. Thank you.